Welcome to the Queen City Preachers Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And we're here in Marquette, Michigan at Messiah Lutheran Church on a eh, brisky, delightfully summery day. Warm earlier. It's, yeah. Well, it's 60s, so for here, oh. that's lovely. I thought it felt warm. Um, sunshine. Yeah, and little rain, little sunshine, a little bit of everything. A little bit yeah. of everything. Maybe some mm-hmm. thunderstorms this afternoon. Yeah. Come on down to Marquette where you can get it all in one day. You hey? can. No snow, though, please. Not, no. not this time no. of year. Um, and here at Messiah, this it's VBS week, so yeah. the energy is, is hot and excited here in the church. It is... The singing is just delightful, and just hearing all the voices, little voices, and just mm-hmm. it's it's been awesome. They're having so, a good time. They are. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of a bunch of people having a good time, our text is about a bunch of people getting sent out. <laughs> I don't know that they have a good time. I'm not sure it's VBS style. I, but... you know, so I think it's a yes and no kind of thing, right? Yeah. Some have a good time. Sometimes so some, they don't. Sometimes not. But Jesus teaches them how to. Deal with it when they have a good time and when they don't have a good time. It's true. You know? Yeah. I wonder if he used camp songs. Maybe. I don't know. Do you think Jesus was much of a singer? That's a really interesting question. There's no, like, songs. We we, we have no record of Jesus singing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Hmm. that's a... That's a a good question. We just don't know. Yeah. We don't know. You know, talking about the... I guess we can talk about it later when we get into it, but talking about how Jesus will be kind of equipping people for what to do if people receive them and what if right. people don't receive them. I was thinking, because I've been reading some children's books this week. Yeah. Actually, children's books that you got that I oh, brought home to right. read to nice. Corin. And um, the one was like how to deal with all our emotions when we feel scared. Oh, uh, You know, yeah, and yeah. like this person feels this way and ashamed and sad and fearful. And, you know, it's kind of this little children's book of how do we deal with everything that we're handling. Yeah. And Jesus kind of giving that to the 70. Man, sometimes children's books speak a truth yeah. to us adults mm-hmm. that we need that clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so thank you, Luke, for giving us some clarity via Jesus <laughs> yeah. about some of this too. Some clarity, so, so, not a lot. So the text we're talking about is is Luke chapter 10. This is a continuation of, of where we've been. Um, so you may recall that we've we've just... Um, navigated the text of uh, the disciples wanting to burn a village to a ground. Yeah. Fire from heaven, everyone. <laughs> and the foxes have and foxes have holes and birds have nests. Yeah, and all these people who the want to come and follow yeah, Jesus. And, and Jesus talking about that and being yeah. like, no, no, no. You gotta yeah. like you gotta let go of those things if you want to, want to, but also mm-hmm. it's you know. Be where you're called to be. It's kind of a continuation of the demons passage, too. The dichotomy between it is interesting, though, because we get all these people wanting to follow Jesus. And Jesus is like, no, go back to your home. You know, you got to go plant the good news where you already are. And And then all of a sudden he's like recruiting 70 people, too. I know. But I guess, you know, when we think about it, their roles are similar because these 70 aren't like marching with Jesus on towards Jerusalem. They're going and kind of doing their own thing. They are. Mm-hmm. And and one thing to think about, too, is like, is what is the context of this in in the story? And, and like one of the things that I have been thinking about, too, is is within within Luke, within every gospel. Right. We have a narrative arc and a purpose to it. And mm-hmm. I, I really think that in some ways Luke is being really savvy here because people have just been asking all about 
where do I, like, we want to follow, we want to do this. Mm -hmm. And we get Jesus being like, it's not how you want it. Yeah. It's how, it's how God moves in this world. And sometimes that's hard. And there are sometimes things you cannot do, even though you want to, and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do them for you. Yeah. It's not going to work out the way you want it to work out. And then we hear Luke say, and now there are 70 who are sent out. And then the beauty of this is in some ways is it's, it's Luke saying, and now let me give you an illustration of what it's like to actually be on the road. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, you think it's going to be this, mm-hmm. but this is what it's, this is what it's actually like. And the wisdom mm-hmm. pertaining to what it's actually like, I think in some ways is, yeah, mm-hmm. emphasizes the roughness of some of that too. Yeah. So, right. Well, let's read about what yeah. it's actually like. Okay. So this is Luke 10, uh, 1 to 11, and then 16 to 20. Um our lectionary sanitizes this a little bit and wipes out a, a small ch- section in the middle oh. um, with some woe. Um, but uh, yeah, so here here is the text. One, Luke 10, 1 to 11 and 16 to 20. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into this into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I'm sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house, and if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person, but if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer does, deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick whom are there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. And now verse 16 through 20. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The end. Okay. All right, so... So it doesn't have that... It doesn't have verse 12, right? Uh, it does not have verse 12. Okay, there's nothing fun, because that's the one I will tell you on this day it will be more tolerable for Sodom than for that time. And then it's woe and woe and woe, the whoa. judgment is coming. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's harsh. Not yeah. whoa. Which is an interesting contrast to the disciples just wanting to, you know send fire down and then we now uh-huh. get get woes yeah it's um, kind of a well you know it won't be good for them but it's not your problem right mm-hmm. i mean in some ways it's like it's a reminder judgment is not yours yeah judgment belongs to god yeah so i mean that's that's kind of the point that's being made in the previous one but like yeah it's really interesting because so that's cut out which is, is okay um, <laughs> I'm kind of okay with it. Uh, but at the same time, what's really is these two passages work together, but they're also, there's a lot of complexity because this first one is about the 70 being sent and what that's like, um, and kind of an instru- instructions how to be. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards it's the disciple, the disciples are like, sweet, we have all this power. And Jesus is like, you do have all this power. Um, and, um, 
and it it's really interesting because it's it's this this naming this naming of both the difficulty of the humanness of rejection and brokenness mm-hmm. and being in community together yeah being rejected in community juxtaposed to but through god you have power to do amazing things yeah and and that's a it's an interesting thing and i think that in some ways it's that is the state of the church we live in that tension of mm-hmm. of how we are as humans in need of grace and yeah. yet also created by god and with the power to create and mm-hmm. to do amazing and powerful things yeah that it's but both remembering that it all comes from god too right and there's the yeah. little clincher right at the end Nevertheless, so do not yeah. rejoice that the spirit submit to you so it's not really about you and what you can do right but remember that it is about how your names are written in heaven it's that yeah. you are part of this community it's bigger you than you are a beloved child of God. Yeah. Right? That's the joy that comes from this. Right. Everything else is extra. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And and that's helpful for when the rejection happens, too, because it's a reminder that, well, the important part is you are already rooted in this peace. It is. It's it's a grounding in. In something special, but also um, in some ways, you know, to think the name is written in heaven uh, th- that echoes book of life echoes this notion of that that you're going to be okay you're one of those 132,000 yeah (laughs) just kidding (laughs) uh you're you're on the on the in list right Mm -hmm. with that um and and I think that 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 is comforting I mean and that's been comforting for for people throughout the ages right Mm -hmm. that when suffering occurs when things are really hard that we often turn toward that eternal hope Mm-hmm. Um, that that there is something more than what is present, um, yeah, and yeah, and so so I think in some ways that's that's there too. But mm-hmm. let's let's go back to the disciple, the seventy getting sent out because okay, or seventy two. By the way, the text there's some disagreement on this. Yeah, um, seventy seventy two. Um, so <laughs> I love this right after like they're all like we want to go, and he's just like you can't go, like not the way you <laughs> want to, and then it's like okay now go. Mm-hmm. And um, the harvest is from plentiful. From the people before want right, to go. Yeah. Right, the people before want to go. And then it's the harvest, like the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Meaning like there is a lot, but there is not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because he just turned down the people essentially that wanted to come. And so yeah. in some ways this is a reminder that how how does calling look, mm-hmm. right? That there's some discernment, but all, it's also reciprocated. Mm-hmm. That it's not just up to us. Like in ministry, this is how the church works, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't just get to say I want to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. The church discerns along with me yes. and says as Inward a community. and outward. outward. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that reminder that the harvest is plentiful. Yeah. Right. Because there's this implication that there already is a lot. You know, there already yeah. it's the, already an abundance, right? And when we think about harvest, we think about a good thing, right? Yes. The food that helps the people survive. Right. So I wonder if it's talking less about um, like harvesting people for the kingdom of God, right? Because we get that imagery with we like do. saving Quite souls. Quite a bit, yes. And yeah. thinking about God's kingdom, 
and the plentifulness of that that already the exists. abundance is already there. Yeah, that and we is need already... laborers to work within that abundance. Yes. Yeah, yes. I like that a to lot. To bring that abundance to all these people that are in need, as opposed to like saving souls for Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think in some ways that shifts the context of how we think about that passage, because it's really harsh to say I'm sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves, mm-hmm. right? But it's also saying that there is an abundance here and I'm sending you out into what is scary and asking you to rely on the abundance and on the generosity of others. Mm -hmm. You're always, your focus is always going back to God and what God has already claimed you for. But, but Jesus heads it up by saying it's already here. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just like not. Your names are already written. Right. That you it's are not, already beloved child of God. This is not just you. You don't have mm-hmm. to do it all. It's not yep. It's not on your own shoulders. Yep. So, and so that makes the wolves eh, not less mm-hmm. scary necessarily, but easier yeah. to navigate. It's going to be rough. Yeah. It's not going to be easy, you know? Right. Yeah. There are going to be people with ill intentions and all that stuff, and that's hard, but yeah. you still got to go anyway. Yeah. And so within this, within that, like the, it's hard to go anyway. It's interesting because Jesus gives some instructions, right? Like give peace to a house, mm-hmm. right? To, and to the house, this is household, to the community, to the, to the family that is there, right? Mm-hmm. And if they don't receive it, then take it back. That's okay. Yeah. Right? Like don't, don't force it on people, mm-hmm. right? Which is really interesting because this this text often gets used with evangelism and the persecution of being a Christian mm-hmm. and the suffering of of discipleship. Mm-hmm. And here it's like, no, if they don't want it, take it's it back. Okay. It's They're okay. Not ready to receive that, it. That's not that's not on you to force it upon them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. When I was reading about it, the person in the commentary said something interesting about how you need someone promoting peace to be present so that God's peace can take hold. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, like the promotion of peace, right? Yeah. So not the disciples aren't the promoters of peace, but the people who are present in the house, right? Yeah. They have to want what you're selling. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that peace is bigger than just like peace, right? It goes back to the shalom, right? The, right. The well-being, the restoration, the God's arriving salvation. Something that sounds really great. Right? It sounds amazing. And mm-hmm. and also, but that is also much more life changing mm-hmm. than how most of us think about like the passing of the peace on Sunday. Yes. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be yeah. with you. We normally are like calm, chill, like, you know, that type of peace is probably in the back of our mind. Yeah. Whereas in reality, this is a radical life transforming mm-hmm. peace. Like, knock, knock. Would you like well-being and restoration and God's unending salvation? And by the way, there might be some tables flipped involved. <laughs> and some other things <laughs> but involved it's in be this. Challenging, so you're right, but like, but, but it's going to lead to wholeness, right? Would you, you like would to you receive like that? that? Would you like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's what they're that's their pitch, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so, so they and, offer that, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think when we're thinking like theologically and like the whole idea of who's Christian, who's not, who's in, who's out, I like the idea of like the harvest being there already and existing. So God's peace is already there. Right? Yeah. It's not about you creating it. It's about you lifting it up, willing to receive it and wanting it. And yeah, recognizing it, right? Both mm-hmm. as the one offering it, but also receiving it. Yeah. Right? That it's like, have you seen that God's abundance is here? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's like the the parable of the sower, right? Falling on the different grounds. Right. right? Yeah. And the one hymn, the Lord, let my heart be good soil. Yeah. Like there's this hope that our hearts will be a place that we can receive it. Yeah. It makes me think of when I was in Haiti a number of years ago working uh, with a mission project. There was a, they had um, folks, uh, locals working within the ministry mm-hmm. and they had a job, but the, the job was technically, the title was animator. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't animator like, you know, making illustrations. They weren't working for Pixar. They weren't working for Pixar. <laughs> they were helping create and make things happen. Okay. And I kind of was, as you were talking, I was thinking like, that's what Jesus is sending them out to be. An animator. Is like to, the dry bones is to in bring, Ezekiel. Bring this to life, mm-hmm. is to encourage movement toward and within, yeah. but that the life is already there, mm-hmm. right? It's not bringing something new to it. It's, it's stirring within and encouraging mm-hmm. and, and lifting up and empowering. I yeah. mean, in some ways it's, it's, or, it's community organizing. It's, yeah. it's lots of other things, but like, I love that, that notion of that that's that's the work that is to be done is, is Mm -hmm. animating life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I wonder what it was like for the people who had that knock on their door, because there's such a culture of hospitality that is happening amongst the people at this time. And so it's, it probably like, I think our original image, like I think of like people who go door to door and sell things. Oh, right. Which which is like a vacuum salesman. Obnoxious for most of us. We're like, Right. Like the like no shame on them, but like the Mormons or the Jehovah's Witnesses who are like, would you like to welcome the Lord and Savior Jesus into your heart? Like, would you like to be saved? Here's this pamphlet on the end of the world. You know, right. It's not like that. No, it's not like either of those things. No, no. And it's not like Girl Scout cookies either, although closer, closer. (laughs) Because people actually want people actually want what they're selling. (laughs) And they're willing to invite that into their homes, yeah, right? Yes, yeah. I will take those cookies. So please. I wonder what the so. attitude was at the time about receiving people, because we're very like um, stranger danger, like you can't come into my house, like what do you want from me, you know? And I wonder what it also is, you know, what it takes for somebody to reject someone in that culture too. Mm-hmm. Because does it, it take a lot? Does it take a lot, or does it mm-hmm. take like a like a disciple walking in and saying, "Yeah, so let me tell you about Jesus," and they're like, "Yeah, peace out." Right, uh, like no, thank you. No, thank you. Or is Keep it your pamphlets, sir? <laughs> right. Or is it like, man, you guys stink. Like, please go get a bath before you uh-huh. come in. But like, like, what are the, what are the reasons that yeah. they that rejection might occur? Mm-hmm. Um, is it that there isn't space that there the house is already full, mm-hmm. right? And there's no place for them. I mean, right. That's in some ways that's the extension of the the birth no narrative. Room at the end, yeah. Right. Like, what does hospitality mean and look like? So, which is interesting because so they're they're saying remain in the same house, which is interesting because most of us would be like, oh, so you're a burden on one house. Move on to the next. But yeah. the flip side of that is that they're also not a burden on the many households, mm-hmm. right? That they are True. just in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's an, in, I mean, there's that interesting tension there. Um, eat what people put before you. Don't be a complainer. I Don't guess. be a complainer. <laughs> Care for them, like cure the sick, right? Mm-hmm. Um Tell them the kingdom of God has come near, mm-hmm. right? So proclaim what you're there to proclaim mm-hmm. and do that. Mm-hmm. If they don't accept you, don't don't okay. let that go to your head. Mm-hmm. Don't get angry. Don't send fire down from heaven yes. upon them, right? <laughs> um, Just brush the dirt off your feet eat. and keep going. Yeah. Because 
because the kingdom of God has come near, mm-hmm. right? But they do, they do protest against those who do not receive them, right? By dusting the feet off. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a and yeah. Yeah. So, right? It is, but it's also. I mean, I like. I think about like, you know, critters are this way, like dogs and cats, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like shake it off, shake it off, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, they get their hackles up mm-hmm. and then they have to shake it off and it's a reset. Right. Yeah. And I, in some ways, is this also a reset? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not necessarily, it could be viewed as both like mm-hmm. a, a kind of a little, you know, um, and sideways slap, but also as a, as a reset. Yeah. And perhaps the punishment is already there because when you make the choice not to receive the disciples and to receive God's peace, then you're the one who is suffering. Right. You have yeah. made that choice. Yeah. And so there doesn't need to be fire from heaven because you're already continuing to suffer because you have not welcomed God's peace, God's wholeness, God's restoration, God's salvation into your own life. And that's where that middle section actually mm-hmm. ties in. It would have been nice because, to kind of have that middle section. Because that middle section talks about what talks about judgment. You know, it's so here's verse 12 on I tell you on that day it will be more tolerable for Sodom than for that town, woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the deeds of power done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have been repent, would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But at the judgment, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And for, and you, Capernaum, will you be exalted in heaven? No, you will be brought down to Hades or to the great depths of death. Um, however you want to interpret it. But like, it's, it's woe to you because you are going to be separate. Mm-hmm from God. Yeah. You are going to be apart from he it is not I mean this is one of the things that like in the in their minds there is this notion of destruction and isolation. Mm-hmm. But what that imagery is conjuring up is also is within the context of this passage is is separation. Yeah. It's is the not demons, community, right? right? It's demons, it's division. The demons that right. divide you yep. and let the dead bury their own dead because these people haven't like accepted life into yeah. their, their hearts. Yeah. And so they're already living in death. Right. So they're living in death. And so, yeah. In other words, in some ways, it's it's not a, that this will be done to them. Mm-hmm. It's that this is how it already is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a powerful thing to think about. Because in some ways, it's that question of how do we as disciples, but also as those receiving Christ's word and mm-hmm. power in our lives, um, how do we acknowledge that there is already that we are already in a place of death, darkness, isolation? Mm-hmm. And I say that as a world, as in, I mean, each of us as individuals, probably in certain ways. But like, I, I think for most of yeah. us, it's not hard to name that right. these days. <laughs> but like, but that 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 how do we how do we how do we let the words of life be spoken to mm-hmm. us, right? Because it's a lot easier in some ways to shut the door and say, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to sit here. I'm good. I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to sit here. I'm fine. I'm exhausted. So I can't deal with that. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I mean, have you ever been so exhausted that you know that if you go do something that it will bring you joy, but you still don't do it because you're just like, I just can't. Oh yeah. I know all the time I'd feel better if I just went for a run, but like, I'd rather just sit and be like, but that's, I mean, that's, that's human, that's human nature. Mm -hmm. And, and in some ways that's what some of this is. It's like, Mm -hmm. have you, can, can you make space for some healing? 
Mm-hmm. Can you make space for hospitality and actually realize that, you know, house guests be can be a you. gift, not mm-hmm. a, you know, I say that my parents are visiting. So, you know, it's a gift. <laughs> I love them. Are they going to listen um, to this podcast? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> love you guys. But like it's, but it's that question, that balance, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, how do we see the joy in it? But also that there is, there is stress mm-hmm. in, in all of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that God's kingdom is going to be a little work, Right. Yeah, which is also, that ties back into the previous story too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, essentially like, guys, you can't have it the way that you think it's going to happen. Like, that's mm-hmm. not that's not how this works, right? Yep. And that too, when you, ha- when you know this thing, when you've received the peace, you've got a job then. Right. To go out and to share the good news too. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't the 70, it isn't, I mean, this isn't just like y'all sent out. This is all y'all sent out. Like this yeah. is like all of you are sent. And then those of you on top of that, yeah. as you keep going, that this is, as you receive it, this so is you a, must give this it. is a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, this is, yep. Um, and that's powerful. It's a bit of a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hopefully without the scandal and the cost. Right? Yeah. Like, no one has to pay to get in. Nobody that's has to the pay difference. Again, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a free pyramid scheme. It's a free pyramid scheme. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's, yeah, but it's that question of, of how do we, I really think like for me with this passage this week and thinking about, you know, house guests, Teo's baptism, thinking about the state of the world, thinking mm-hmm. about the Supreme Court, thinking about all of this, um, is how do I make space for that shalom? Yeah. Um, how do I also make space for those that are unwilling to receive it? And not be bound to their anxiety or their yeah. hurt or their death. Because and not take it personally. And not take it personally mm-hmm. because that's hard these days, mm-hmm. right? Um, and how do I also name that there is so much that is amazing and wonderful in this world? Like I think about just like even beach worship, right? But like like of God's creation, there is mm-hmm. so much splendor and wonder. How do I remember that? that all of that is of God and rejoicing that my name is in the heavens, Mm -hmm. but it's not that the good, the powerful, the wonderful, that it's not up to me, which Mm -hmm. also the subtext to that is the bad is not up to me either. Mm -hmm. Right. Is it like, is that yes, I have to own my own behaviors, but God is bigger than anything that I am. Mm. Right. There's in some ways there's a release Mm -hmm. in that. I don't know. And I think, the the bigger message is not so much like a personal type thing, but the bigger ills of the world, right? Yes, absolutely. The and the death, 70 representing that the too, destruction, right? Like, yeah. The forces of evil, the demons, the Hades. Yeah, yeah. Those won't be, those problems won't be solved, right? Right. Your role is to bring God's kingdom into the midst of them and recognize that there are going to be places where those demons still reside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that the demons that you may have an experience kind of like Jesus did on that coast mm-hmm. or you might not. Yeah. But every time you bring forth the kingdom, you're going to see Satan fall from the sky. Ooh, I like that. Right. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Here he is. He end. is. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah. It's not just like a one time act. It's like you continuing this is doing your work for the kingdom of God. Yeah. So that the Satans can fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Satan, as you like to say. Satan. Satan. Yeah, accusing angel. Accusing yeah, by the, angel. by the way, this this line, I just have to say it. So if there are any super nerds out there, this line was taken by the philosopher theologian René Girard, and he wrote a book 
mm-hmm. um, entitled "I Saw Satan Fall Like Lightning." Um, mm, it's and such it's a, a good it's line. a powerful, mm-hmm. it's a it's a great treatise, um, worth a read if you like diving into deep philosophical conversation. But anyway, <laughs> that's an aside. But it is it really is it's powerful to say, um, to say that when this happens, right. Mm-hmm. That we see the accusing angel, we see the divisions too. Even I mean, add demon in there, mm-hmm. we see them fall, mm-hmm. or we see them wiped out, erased. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does? How do we make in in many ways as communities? How can we lift up the spaces and the ways of being and the welcoming of the peace mm-hmm. to to let that lightning fall, yes. <laughs> right? And, and with it, the divisions mm-hmm. that separate us and with it, the um, the accusations that lead us astray, mm-hmm. um, right? Yep. That pull us from God. I like it. Um, yeah. This is not an easy text because it's it's very challenging because yeah. it is not easy to live in that no. as, as people. It's a big ask. It is. It's a huge ask. <laughs> uh-huh. And and it makes it makes discipleship look like a cakewalk, doesn't it? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I wanna sign up with that. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm in. Yeah. But just a, a quick comment though, related to that though, is that like it's also a reminder that like A, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Like we're called among community. Yes. And B, it doesn't have to be massive community. Mm-hmm. 70 is representative of something bigger, but at the same time, 70 is 70. Yeah. Like this is not, this is not thousands uh doing this. This is, this is 70 doing this. But those 70 are still called to share the good news. And even if they're 70, there's still going to be all this power. Oh, so much power. Power of over. So much witness. All the spirits submit to you. Yeah. And so much, you know, I, I would say resonance of, of kingdomness mm-hmm. or kingdomness, if you want a more contemporary notion, right? Like of that, if we are professing that God's kingdom, God's kingdom, like this notion of of what God is doing is at hand, mm-hmm. right? Then to have seventy people pointing that out, yeah. I mean, it's one thing to have one person being like, "Hey, do you notice that that like yeah. this is this is of God?" Mm-hmm. It's a whole other thing to have an entire community being yeah. on fire. Everybody in that is way, the animator. Right? Everybody is. Mm-hmm. And think about the energy that that type of animation creates. Like yeah. it's just woo, woo, so exciting. If you heard about that and you're like, oh, those people are coming to my door. Heck yeah. Sign me up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I want to be a part of that. So. So what kind of movement do we create that people really want to be a part of? It's a, or what is Jesus calling us into? Yeah. That's the bigger question, right? Mm-hmm. Like not what do we create, but True. what is what are we called into as disciples? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why what wouldn't we want to like? be a part of that? That's the biggest question. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, there's something, you know, contagious is a terrible word in the era of COVID, but like something <laughs> terribly contagious about yeah. this in a good way. Something animating. Right? Animating, life-giving. Yeah. Empowering, enlivening, mm-hmm. right? Like in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess this week, may may you discern that for yourselves, but also I guess I would say, may you also, however the door is knocked upon, mm-hmm. may you receive shalom, mm. right? And may you give it. Too. May you share that abundance and that peace with others somehow. And look for it too. Yeah, look for it. Look for it. Because it is here in the world. And it it's may, hard to see sometimes. It may come but it's, when you least expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if not everybody sees it the same way you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So 
Mm. All right. Well, on that note, be well, friends. Thanks for listening to the Queen City Preachers podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. I'm Pastor Molly. Take care.